friend, on today's creativity chat, I am talking about pushing through fear with Katie Summero of Katie Max Fine Art. Yes, we, I love it. Yeah, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here. Oh my gosh, can't wait. Last year, you essentially took a leap of faith and mm-hmm. you started selling prints you were already doing your house prints so it was very like personalized mm-hmm. custom home I, yes. first off I really liked them thank just, you yeah. <laughs> thank you I appreciate it yes I started doing home commissions right the Christmas before the pandemic and I was kind of like I really want to do art on the side but I I don't know what to do yet hadn't like figured out what is my style where am I going so I was like I'll just paint the same thing so I won't I said no to anything else people would ask like dogs portraits people anything I was like I'm only gonna paint homes and then I did that for I guess a little over a year I was painting homes so yep we pushed through and we did that for a while (laughs) (laughs) and I mean you were getting a lot of requests from just random people which is really cool yeah it was really cool I did that for going into the pandemic and then in March of the pandemic my events-based business shut down though I was doing sales for and kind of perfect timing because I was already debating how do I do art full-time and then it was kind of like now you're forced to do it full time. So you just kind of got to jump and learn quick. I started doing the home commissions at that point. And I think because of the pandemic, people were really willing to help small businesses. Mm. Everyone just wanted to get on board with people that were affected by COVID. And so I think that was part of how I was able to grow so quickly is people were just like, oh, this girl lost her job. Now she's doing art. I want a painting. Mm-hmm. And... So yeah, it it took off really fast. And then closer to Christmas of 2020, I made a few TikToks and one of them went I viral. I didn't know this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's how... What were you doing in this TikTok? So I, I made this TikTok about what you should get your parents for Christmas. And it was like all the things you shouldn't get them. And it was like candles, socks, like random stuff that we do every year. And then it was like don't be a disappointment this year get your parents this sentimental gift they'll cry but it was in the tiktok you know a viral song and then you you just kind of do your own video over a viral trend already Uh i posted that video and on a saturday night when i went to bed and then when i woke up i had i think it was 60 commissions ordered in my email oh my gosh i panicked i was only expecting to accept 30 more commissions before christmas and 60 were ordered overnight. Oh my so God. I immediately shut down my website and raised my prices, like doubled them. <laughs> and I was like, I can't take any more. And then any more commissions that came in, I said they weren't going to arrive before Christmas, but you could say you're getting one soon. And then I completed them all. It took me to March of 2021 to complete all of my TikTok orders. Whoa. So I was doing home commissions like... And they were all over the country. Different countries wanted them. Um, Had to figure out international shipping. Shipping and (laughs) all of those things. So by the end of finishing those Christmas orders, I was like, I have to paint something else. And so then you were sitting and thinking about, okay, well, let's make the Atlanta collection. Yes. So you made 
I don't know the proper like terms to describe it, but I mm-hmm. know you have a print of Suprika, yes. Pond City Market, Lady Bird. And then I think there might be an, is there another East one? Pole. East Pole. Okay. West Side. That Christmas that I was doing all of the TikTok orders, I was like, I need to paint something for myself. So I took a week, no commissions. I'm going to paint for fun. And I had been wanting to do prints for a while because it is kind of a way to make your business a little more sustainable because commissions are just a one time. There's no additional income after you finish a commission. So I was like, maybe I can make prints and then they can just live on my website and sell throughout the year. And that was advice from my mentor, Bryn, who paints water in Roswell. Bryn Casey, plug, plug, plug. She's the best. So she does a lot of diversified income. So I was like, okay, what's my next step towards diversifying my income? So I started painting these Atlanta things and it was something I'd wanted to do for a while. And so I just had so much fun. I painted all five of them within the week and was like, I think I can make prints of these. We're just going to do it. Um, Very speedy in your art. (laughs) When I'm determined, I just like don't look up. I'm like heads down. And so it took me pretty much the next month to troubleshoot and figure out how do I actually make prints. Like I went to different local print shops. I went to different websites. I asked other artists, like, how are you doing it? Um, I had to learn Photoshop to edit the coloring just right, how to edit the border off of it. Just so many little details that you don't think about. I had to change my website from Squarespace to Shopify two Mm -hmm. days before my launch, rebuild my entire website, learn HTML. I was like just a crazy person for this month. And then at the end of January, I launched the prints and I was like, we're just going to go for it. I tried to do a little bit of a lead up, a little marketing beforehand. And we launched them and learned a lot from that launch. I didn't have taxes on, so I had to pay taxes for the first like $2,000 of orders. Uh, My mom called me and she was like, Katie, we have to fix the website. (laughs) So now she, before I launch anything, she like plays with my website to make sure everything is, (laughs) she's she's a businesswoman. So little things like that we learn quickly. Mm -hmm. And now I won't make that mistake again. It was so, so exciting to just see people rally around it. And then they lived, they lived on my website until, until Ponce or Citizen Supply. Supply, Yes. Which is where we met. Where we met. I reached out to Citizen Supply and for like three months, I'm DMing people. I'm like using connections. I was like, hello, it's me again. Do you want to put my prints in your store? No, just crickets. And then they had an application come out and they sent me the application. They were like, hey, we're looking for new vendors. Fill out this application. And I did. And I didn't hear back for another two months. Oh wow! And then I did hear back and they, they said they wanted to do it. And it was so cool. I had been praying for such a while. I was like, I just, I think it would be so cool to be in Citizen. So like, let's see if we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did. So I moved in in May with my little setup. And then it was supposed to run through August 1st. And then they extended it to September. And they run like little three month increments with local people so I'm in there right now and we're just playing it by ear oh and I look at the things that you've made I think you kind of have this perspective that a lot of artists don't seem to fully have yet of instead of making like this individualistic style art it's very personalized and communal Mm -hmm. and I think people really gravitate towards that so that's a sweet way to put that I appreciate it yeah 
Yeah, I like that. I try to do things that represent me really well, but also are relatable. I think I I want to make art that people can connect with easily, which is eventually why I transitioned into doing art that's inspired by music and lyrics, which is has been so cool to create. I feel like this type of art is what I have been wanting to move towards the whole time. And it takes a while to get to a point where you can just make anything and then people buy it so I knew if I had made the art I'm doing now a year and a half ago it it would not have have sold it would it it just wasn't ready the people weren't ready Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready but now I feel like I'm at a place where it's it's cool to be like okay there's people that are kind of bought into like whatever I make and it's not about as much like something specific towards them it's about like okay they actually like me as an artist and now they're like bought into the career and are willing to support whatever flows at this point and it's it's just a super cool place to be in. anyone that's following you on instagram you can't see fear right mm. so talk about that a little bit like what has that your experience been yes fear has been just a huge part of <laughs> overcoming fear and i feel like that's what i hear most often from people that will reach out and be like i'm i'm so inspired by your courage to do this and I think it is it's a hard thing to do to have a dream and go after it and just like what you're doing with these podcasts it's it's something that I think a lot of people have a creative dream and I was reading this book called The Artist's Way I I love Julia Cameron Cameron yes so good uh highly recommend but morning pages the morning pages. I haven't been good at them, okay, but I did I'm them for a while and them. it changed my life. <laughs> that book was super inspiring. And she said something about how if you are someone who has a creative dream, if you can't overcome the fear, then you'll likely position yourself to be a helper in somebody mm. else's creative dream. Ooh. I know. And I remember like my whole life, I was like, maybe I'll like sell somebody else's art. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like I'll be, you know, an art dealer or a manager or something that is around art, but I'm not the one actually making it. And when I read that, I was like called out. It's telling me that that's just fear speaking in me. That's me believing that I can't actually do it myself. And that's not to say anyone in those careers are, uh, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I understand what you're saying. Reading that book, there was this this phrase this quote that she had where she said sometimes it's audacity more than talent that puts an artist into the spotlight and I think I have told myself that phrase so many times over the past four or five months from transitioning to this new type of art it was so risky I think I had 2,000 followers on Instagram and they are all there for home commissions and potentially Atlanta Prince. <laughs> they were not there for abstract expressionism, a completely different price range. And it was not the target demographic of people at all. And so to essentially present this same group with a brand new style of art and say, hey, this isn't what you guys signed up for by following me, but would you be interested in something completely different? Mm-hmm. It was just terrifying to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's it's expensive art. It's art that like is not in my friend's budgets. And I wanted to do that on purpose because I wanted it to be like 
not pity purchases. Mm -hmm. I wanted my friends and family, like if they wanted to buy something, it was because they actually wanted to and not because they wanted to support me. I loved that because then I, it gave me so much confidence in the people that purchased this art because I was like, oh my gosh, like they actually want this art in their homes. And that is, is really encouraging to feel whenever somebody when someone buys a painting that you love and you loved making puts wind in your sails to to be like okay we can keep going we can Mm -hmm. do this so yeah just the audacity portion of it was just constantly reminding myself I have it like written in places of like be audacious and have courage because yeah, sometimes you just have to push down the fear and say, okay, we're not listening to you today. We're just gonna, we're gonna make something and we're gonna put it out there. And it's, and it doesn't matter if, if everyone likes it. There's another artist that her name is Britt Bass and she's my mentor's mentor. And then she did the, the passion Jesus Bibles, the like really pretty covers. Mm -hmm. That's her art. He told Bryn and Bryn told me (laughs) that she would tell people she didn't care if they liked her art because she didn't make it for them. She made it for her. Having that type of courage is something that I'm still striving towards of saying like, it doesn't matter if everyone likes it. Reminding yourself, if everybody liked your art, then it would be home goods art. It would be target art. Wow. That is art that everybody feels good about. I've heard it explained before that If a lot of people like your art, it's good art. But if only a few people like your art, it can be great art. Finding that balance of like, I would rather a few people love my art than a lot of people like my art. I really like that. Yeah. You have so many quotes. (laughs) I have to be constantly surrounded by quotes. At least it's ingrained, you know, if you can quote it, it's ingrained inside. You just bought a studio space or you're leasing a studio space. Yeah. When did you know? Okay. All right. I, I need, I need to get out of the house <laughs> that was pretty quick when I was doing the home commissions my husband and I we have a mega desk in our second bedroom and it's our little office and the home commissions was it was so easy to work there I they just didn't take up much space and then working on this new larger abstract art it took over the second bedroom and it was so much more personal than the homes that when Preston was in there I he would look over and he'd be like oh I really like this one and I'd be like don't look at it it's already <laughs> don't say anything about it and um so I don't care if you like it yeah I, I had to kick him out the, the last week before the collection I had to finish the pieces and I was like you have to get out of here I cannot have you looking at them I'm also such a night owl like I'll work all night one of the last nights I was painting I tracked acrylic paint all over the hardwoods on my shoe without realizing oh no and Preston woke up the next morning and he was like oh no you can't do that again and I was like oh my gosh I'll get it off it's fine it's fine we're fine there's paint all over the floor in the office and he was like okay we're okay it's fine um but I was definitely at this point where I was like, I think I'm outgrowing this space. Mm-hmm. I started looking into studio spaces. There's not a lot of them also. I think they're trying to build more out right now. And I went over, it's on the west side called Met. It has really great security. It's massive. There's so many people in there and I just felt super safe. And I was like, this is fun. I love it. The people at 
my studio space is called Mutiny. It's inside of Met. It's confusing. It's a lot. Met is the like huge area with tons of warehouses, offices, and then Mutiny is the studio space. The owner there and the person that like runs the studio space, they just gave me such great big brother vibes. And they were like, we've got you. I had this like one creepy experience one time and they were like, that man will never step foot back in here again. He will never get a studio in this space. And I was like, oh my gosh, they you guys, me. <laughs> you're so sweet. Thank you for protecting me. Um, so yeah, I just, I love it there. And it's so fun to be around such different types of creativity. There's just all over the board. There's like potters and candle makers and screen printers and builders and it's it's just inspiring to to see different kinds of art and be surrounded by different kinds of people that make me want to try to do different things with my art and like incorporate different pieces and fabrics and maybe screen printing and just cool different um exposed to different types of art yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think there there's a beauty and exposure Mm -hmm. like it expands your brain a bit yeah totally i love it so i just I'm definitely more focused while I'm there than I was here at the house. I feel like I ate so much when I'm here. I don't know why. Being in proximity to your kitchen is just it's just constant <laughs> snacking. And so now there I'm like, I need snacks. <laughs> I'm like conditioned to want snacks all day now. But I just zone in. I just get in a flow there. And I will be there from like 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then oh. I come home and I'm so focused when I'm there. So that's... That's great. I'm making so much more art by being there. So yeah, it's really fun. Outside of fine art, like what is encouraging creativity in your life? They talk about it a lot in the artist way of just God being the creator. Mm -hmm. And so all creativity flows through him. I agree. And so I feel like when I'm in a rut and I'm stuck and I will just pray for creativity and I'm like, I do that all the time. (laughs) Yes. It is so helpful and it really is so inspiring. And I, um, I'll put on this song, Pieces. By Amanda Cook. Uh-huh. And it has just been my go-to song for years. And I feel like the last collection that I did, I just had that song on repeat the whole time. And I felt so much more inspired as I was painting. And there's definitely something to be said about including God in the creativity process and asking for creativity since he is the creator of all creativity it just all flows through him so definitely that is my my biggest like just go-to creativity inspiration and then other ways is obviously music because that's my that's my thing right now and I don't know if that's what I'll always be doing but I've always felt really connected to, I feel like people always called them emo (laughs) Went back when emo was a word. And so people would get my car and they'd be like, turn off this music. And I'm like, it's Fleetwood Mac. It's not emo. But I just love Billy Joel, old John Mayer, just all sorts of different things that I've always felt really connected to, the music and the lyrics of them. And so it's been really cool to interpret them in different ways and it's it's fun I feel like I interpret them and I'm like I don't know if anyone else sees it but this is how I interpret it and I'm not claiming to interpret the song for everyone but this is how this song feels to me and I love that and so anytime I hear a song that I'm like oh my gosh I have to paint this 
And so I'll like save it to my Spotify playlist. I have a Katie Max Art playlist. Yeah. And then I'll just repeat that song over and over and over again as I'm painting it. And it just, it brings so much inspiration. So, yeah. Do you see finished pieces or do you discover the pieces, the piece in the process? Mm, That's interesting. It's so different. Sometimes I'll, I'll like, this happened two nights ago where I woke up and I saw a painting in my head and it, and then I get on my, I use Instagram draw tool for personal purposes more than I should. Like in Instagram stories where you can uh, like draw something on your story. uh, Okay. I will draw things on there all the time and just save it. Oh wow. (laughs) Okay. So I use it as a little like sketch pad. (laughs) So I woke up and just drew this painting that I saw in my head and so that happens randomly or for the most part though whatever I start a painting as it will never look like that in the end it's kind of just gives me a base for what I a direction I want to go if I have no direction I will just be sitting in front of a painting for just days and nothing happens I like have to have something to start with where I'm like this is the shape this is the movement this is what I want to say with this painting and yeah so I it just varies sometimes it's there sometimes it's not (laughs) well thanks for being on today's creativity chat i really enjoyed this conversation you're so welcome thank you for having me it's such an honor to to be on here this is my first katie max art official podcast so i'm honored i'm happy to be the first but i won't be the last (laughs) (laughs) you're sweet thank you i will link all of katie's uh, stuff in the show notes so check it out i'll put her instagram katiemax.art and then her okay. website is it the same katiemax.com dot com. okay i didn't yeah. know if dot art was a thing okay dot yeah. com so check it out and thank you for listening i hope you have a lovely rest of the day bye Thanks. bye <laughs>